0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Life Chatter. I'm your host, Aaron Feliz. Today, we're gonna to take a little more in-depth look of who am I, why am I doing this, and why you should be listening, or why we encourage you, myself and my guest. A little bit about me. Right now, I'm 23 years old, or 23 years young, right? Depending on how you look at it. I grew up in New Jersey in this fast-paced lifestyle. This idea like that everything was due yesterday. I always had this saying, I feel like in the tri-state area, everything was due yesterday, everything in New England is due today, and somehow everything down south and out west are all due tomorrow. And you can kind of see that if you travel. Anyways, I was a good student, but I lacked discipline and consistency with discipline. It wasn't until I started growing up and got involved in wrestling as a sixth grader where I learned discipline, being a hard worker and problem solving. This was huge for me because I didn't learn how to be committed, like not only to myself but as a team player. This really got to change my entire life and how I viewed who I was and who I wanted to become. And I realized that I became more attracted to not only pushing myself to a higher standard, but others too. Those long nights running when no one else wanted to run, doing two, three workouts a day, getting up at 5 a.m. to just repeat it all over. Oh, and throw in a little curveball in there about being a student. You know, at certain times, having relationships, and just trying to be myself while also being a brother and a son. It's tough. It's not easy. But I had a big, big understanding that if... I wanna be a better person, I am going to get some form of trial and tribulation. And that happens and that's okay. And that's where I'm gonna learn because I'm gonna, trials and tribulations make us super uncomfortable and that's literally where I'm gonna grow. And I didn't start understanding a little bit more until I was in, my, um, in high school. And so I was very thankful to have gone through those and I'm very thankful I continue to get to, to go through those. And as I was in high school, I also got to be a little bit more in leadership. I was in student council. I was part of the wrestling team, as I said before, part of the football team. Had to do these different clubs. I was part of the Italian National Honor Society. Yup, your Spanish friend over here speaks Italian a little bit too. So as I kept looking back, I always realized, and I was actually always told, especially when we're looking at middle school to high school, that, wow, like Aaron, like, you're really good at getting to talk to people, at least for my age. You know, I was always told, and maybe you were told, hey, you're wise beyond your years. You know, when my friends were having a tough time or going through tough um, events at home or at school or with other people, I was apparently the one they would turn to. And uh, I always wanted to make sure that people had a comfortable place to go. And that kind of pushed me to where I wanted to go to where I went to college. And I went to Springfield College in Springfield, Massachusetts. And if anyone knows about this small little place in Massachusetts, it's big philosophy, right? It's like mantra is leadership and service to others in leadership. Sorry, in spirit, mind, and body. Again, leadership and service to others in spirit, mind, and body. I don't know of many schools that have students that know their school's like philosophy. And that was just embedded in our culture at Springfield College. And I love that. And that's not a knock on any other college, but that kind of shows you a little bit of Springfield College and how impactful it was for myself and me for others, but also people who wanted to be leaders and people who just wanted to serve others. At Springfield College, I was a resident assistant for three years. I was a new student orientation leader. I was in the phys ed, health ed department. And I had pretty much encompassed what it meant to be a servant leader, let alone I was also the captain of the wrestling team as well. And the reason why I say that and captain not just part of the wrestling team was because not only was I one of the captains, but it came with a lot of the leadership responsibilities. And it kind of ties in a little bit, and you'll hear of why life chatter. There's a lot of times, even with some of my teammates, that not only them, also with my friends, sometimes, you know, students that I had as well, too, as far as being an NSO leader or my residence as an RA or even students when I was student teaching. But especially with my teammates, I there's this huge discrepancy between or misunderstanding of like, or this acknowledgement that, hey, we're just not going to talk about the real-life stuff that really plagues us like from a day-to-day basis. And it's hard. It's so tough. And you have to have this macho like mentality and be like, you know, I'm gonna go through all these hard things and not talk to anyone about it. And folks, we know where that goes, right? We have so many people have anxiety and depression, um, or at risk for suicide. And those are people who just don't talk about what's going on in their life. All the hard stuff, but also the good stuff. I don't want to just talk about all the bad stuff here, right? Or not the bad stuff, the, the tough things, but also the good things as well. People don't have something they can just go to and be like, you know what? I had a really amazing day. Because I did X, Y, and Z, and that person's not going to turn around and use it against them. And I think you all know who I'm talking about, right? There's always that one person that you just want to go to to talk to them about something, something good that happened in your life, and you don't get attacked for it. They accept it, they acknowledge it, and they're so proud of you. They're their cheerleader. They're clapping for you in the back, right? They're super excited for you to see you grow and improve. And as I was saying before, there's a lot of times where even some of my teammates and other students that you know, I, as a person, wanted to just get real deep. I wanted, I didn't want to talk about the superficial things. And the, to this day, I, I still don't always talk about superficial stuff, but it's always good to have a segue. But I love to talk about the, be, the deep things, the things no one else wants to talk about, because those are the things that are going to help us understand each other more and make us all seem human. I'm still on that journey, just FYI. It's not something you learn overnight. It's going to take a long period of time. But again, it's a life journey. It's not just something that you just pick up right away and that's it. Again, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, go together. That little ancient proverb, love it. Anyways, as I was kind of going on through college, I realized that, you know, I was very thankful that I was receiving these different kinds of awards. However, I really didn't need the recognition, but I did appreciate it. And I started realizing as I was getting some of these little awards, I was just like, wait a second, there's a lot more people at this college who are way more deserving of it. Than I do. And again, if you have never been to Springfield College in Massachusetts, and then let's say you're a, a high schooler, or even someone who's thinking about going back to school, or even just wants to go see the just go see the campus and just observe the people. It is a whole different world out there. You have so many kind, caring, selfless people. Not that anywhere else isn't, but it just seems to happen that this one small area hidden in Springfield, Massachusetts, has some amazing. Altruistic people. But as I was saying before, you know, with my time at Springfield College and being a student leader, I realized that I wanted to help other people to get to where either I'm at or in their own way and get past me, right? So get to where I was in their own perspective, but then also surpass me, right? it's it's At the end of the day, it's not about me. And I learned this from the volleyball coach over at Springfield College, the women's team, more along. she taught me that, is that at the end of the day, it's never about you. And she would tell it to her her teammates or, sorry, her uh, athletes all the time. At the end of the day, it's about the team. It's never about you. It never was. And I love that. And that's the whole purpose a little bit about this for Life Chatter. It's not about me, folks. It's about how do I help bring content to you so it helps improve your life to a way that you're happy with it or you're content with it. And, or you start achieving things that either A, you never thought you could, or you did, and you finally got to do that thing you've been putting off for the past year. And what was so cool is that throughout my entire experience, as, not only as a middle school or as a high school, but also in college, I realized I did a lot of talking, right, as a student leader. However, I also did a lot of listening, and that was super important. And as I talked with other people, it helped me learn that it was so important to just conversate with others. And it also helped me in this way, I have my own primal experiences and vicarious experiences. And my primal experiences are the things that I went through myself and I learned from those of what to do and what not to do again. But then from talking with other people, I also learned this vicarious experience of, wow, that person just went through a tough time because they did this, but it didn't impact them in a positive way. That was super negative. I want to change that approach. <laughs> I definitely don't want to you know, um, have that same experience. And so with conversating with other people, I realized that, hey, wait a second. Again, like I said, I learn what I should do or I shouldn't do in certain events. I started realizing I was becoming a life learner, right? especially as an educator. We talk about you have to be, you know, uh constantly learning your and perfecting your craft, right? And you hear that not just in education, but in any realm. Like if you want to be good at something, you got to constantly work at it. And so for me, I wanted to get better at this, what's called life, right? This giant game of what feels like right now, Jumanji, right? But I wanted to get better at it. I wanted to be happy with what I was doing. I want to be also not just for myself. I wanted to make other people happy. So how do I do that? And thus, that's where a lot of things started for me. I started doing these challenge of the day posts when I was in college. Uh, You can still look them up now. I still do them. And the challenge of the day posts were really more so how to get people – comfortable being uncomfortable. I would do these silly weird things where I'd be like, all right, the challenge of the day is to play rock, paper, scissors shoot with three random people, you know, throughout your day. Or another one could be like, you have to walk backwards to a class or you have to skip or you got to, you know, just dance out, you know, or sing a song, you know, (laughs) things that people are like, wow, that's a little embarrassing. But, you know, they see me do it and they're like, wow, this guy's actually living his best life. And how ironic is that? Right here, I am being this silly, goofy person, and there's one side of people saying, "Wow, that's super embarrassing. I don't know why he's doing it." But there's other people saying, "Wow, I really wish I was like that." And I've been told that, and I'm not saying that to you know be egotistical or self-centered. That's not the case. But it's to be like, there's people going to tell you things are embarrassing and you shouldn't do things, and to me, other people who are on your side and your corner and be like, you know what, you keep doing you, whatever it is you want to do, whether it's you know sitting behind a you know keyboard getting to do all the administrative tasks, or you want to be right in the forefront whatever it is anywhere in between just live your best life and be consistent with it be consistent with who you are no one likes anyone who's inconsistent right those are the tough people to sometimes to deal with it's like you don't know what you're going to get the next day or you know how to act around them because they might say this or they say that but you know that's a little tangent but those challenges of the day posts are really what helped project me and be like okay like what do I keep doing for myself to get comfortable being uncomfortable and then there's the other things that people asking for college knew for me is I would walk around and I'd always ask people, hey, what's the highlight of your day? Or what made you smile today? And I just sit with that. Depending on who you are, some random guy comes up to you and says, hey, what made you smile today? What was the highlight of your day? Or what is so far? How often do you get asked that question? I know for a lot of my friends, they actually said they, they weren't asked. And actually a lot of my friends and people who knew me on campus, actually started thinking about it the second they saw me walk into a door. They're like, wait a second. Aaron's going to come down here and he's going to ask me either what made me smile or what's the highlight of my day. So I really got to think about it. And again, that's, the, that's the, what I wanted to do. I wanted people to take a second and think about, wait, what is going well today? Your entire day can go completely south. But if you listen to that TED talk of, you know, making your bed in the morning, just make your bed. At the end of the day, if you had a tough day, you at least came back to a well-made bed. So even if the your bed being made is the only thing that went well today, well, guess what? You at least had something go well. Right? It's perspective. Glass has empty, half full, up to you. So, it was getting people to start thinking about that. And again, it wasn't something that made me, you know, um, internally like fulfilled. Like, it definitely helped, but it wasn't because I wanted to do it for me. What it made me feel it was what it made other people feel. And I wanted to keep doing that. I also did this thing when I was at Springfield College. I did this billboard in the union called Let's Talk, right? And so, this again, all these things are telling you a little bit more about why I chose Life Chatter. Why I continue to do it, and why I'm a, pretty much a student of a, and being a life learner. So I had this billboard in Union at the Student Union in Springfield called "Let's Talk," like talk about life. And I remember on one side it would be you got to pick one or two of the topics I have below, or you can make your own topic and come up with it. And the topics I had below eleven again, eleven of them. Sorry, I didn't want to have so many that overwhelm people. So I had these eleven topics, and they range from talking about depression, sexism. Racism, funny dad jokes, embarrassing stories. It was anything. Very childhood memory. The whole purpose of this was I just wanted to see if people were willing to just talk to strangers. Because at some point or another, whether it's your boyfriend or girlfriend, or your best friend, or your coach who inspires you every single day, or your favorite teacher, whoever it is, they were all once strangers. Heck, even your parents, you know, when you first came into this world, at one point they were actually strangers to you. You're like, who are you? You've heard their voices, or if you, especially being inside your mother, you're like, okay, I feel this heart connection, mind body connection. Like, what's going on here? But I, when you first came out of the womb, you didn't know who they were. You didn't know who your teachers were at one point. You know who your best friends were. But that's a point. Again, be cautious around strangers to an extent, but also. Some of your best friends were once strangers. And that was the whole point of this was I wanted to put this board up saying, let's talk and see if anyone, whether it was my, my friends, people who I thought my friends or just random people wanted to talk. And it was so cool. I had about in one week over like 20 conversations. And on the back of this board, I actually had people start signing it so I can remember like who was on there. And it'd be so cool. I, that would probably the first time I had to have a conversation with someone or the only time. And any time I pass them around campus or they pass me, it was always this acknowledgement of like, you're a good person. And again, I'm not doing it because I need people to feel like I'm a, or see them a good person. I already know that. You know, I try to with everything that I do. But it's for them. It's for them to see that, hey, someone else thinks that they're a good person. Someone else wants to spend time talking to them. And so if you want a real big challenge, try that out. Just put a board up. Ask and invite people to have a conversation with you about anything. And there's times where people had conversations. I'm like, listen, I actually don't know much about this topic. And then I was vulnerable and honest with them. And there's other conversations where they were really vulnerable. And you're talking about some heavy stuff when you were a kid. But for me, I was okay with that. That's what I wanted to do. I was comfortable with where I was. Doesn't mean you have to be. But that was such a cool thing. And so, you know, as I keep talking about this, you know, hopefully you're getting a better understanding of why I kept choosing this topic of life chatter. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you see that I also have been doing live Instagram sessions to hopefully push people to start talking about life and not to be afraid about talking about it. This idea that we could all help each other. And as I said before, learning from your own primal experiences, but vicarious experiences. I love talking to people. I really do. But more so, I love listening to people. I love creating a space for someone where they can talk and they can talk for like 25 minutes on end and they go, wait a second. Wow. I didn't realize how long I was talking. I never get to do that. And there goes, boom. You give someone the time and space to allow themselves to be themselves and be heard. That's why I love getting to talk to people. You make them feel valued. You make them feel important. All because you decided to listen. And with listening, came with also just asking questions to show that, hey, I am I following correctly? If not, can you please redirect me and help me out? But also, I just want to learn more about you. Again, not everyone has to do this, right? A lot of people are like, wow, it's, you know... I'm not that person, and you don't have to be. That's not the point of this. It's if you want to, or if you think it's going to be beneficial to you, but also to employ you to think about what's going to help everyone out there, You know, not just yourself. You know, The rewards and the fruit of it is that, to an extent, it helps fulfill you internally, and it helps fulfill me with what I believe is my purpose here right, on this planet. But maybe it helps fulfill something within you, but don't do it because it fulfills something in you. No, do it because you want to do it, You're trying to do good for others, and in turn, it helps you. So that's a huge thing for me, right? This entire thing, live Instagram videos, and these are the ones that you'll be seeing, um, especially on these podcasts, and they'll be coming up soon. The first episode is gonna drop my brother and how we were mending and building our family relationships. And I wanna put out there, if anyone wants to have those conversations, you could be someone random who's listening to this from Kansas or from like Colorado, I be mean, more than down to get to chat with you and have you live with me on Instagram and hopefully get to record it so that you can be on the podcast too. Love that. Now, let me get to the big and final thing. The big reason why I chose to do a podcast, why I decided to record all this, why I am spending so much time intentionally being around other people, but also recording it. And that's not from, again, it's not because of me. It's actually for the little me's that maybe pop up in the next couple of years. But 15, 20 years from now. You know, I want to have kids. I love the idea of having kids. I, I think I'll be a great father, but I'm still learning what it means to be a dad. Again, I'm not a parent right now, but I love the idea of being a dad. I'm learning from other people. My dad, other people's parents, you know, even mother figures, right? What it means to just be a parent. And I realize that there is this realistic, Piece of, you know, maybe at one point I may not be there for my kids. Something might happen to me and I'm gone. And they're going to be like, where, what happened to him? Or I wish I learned something from him. I want to keep teaching my kids even in my afterlife. And that's the whole point of this. I want my kids to not only see and hear. The interactions i have with people but how i interacted with them but also more importantly how they interacted around me how i was as a human being and i love talking about all these various topics because what if my kid one day has a tough time you know addressing a situation with their own family member they could look at my video with my brother or listen to it right if they're having a tough time with friends or a breakup like i did a conversation with one of my best friend sean carroll and you'll get to hear it soon about you know friends being there for each other during a breakup you know why it's important to have one of those people that you can go and talk to, but what that might look like. Again, at least for me and how I I was acting and behaving when I was in my 20s, my early 20s. I'm doing all this, again, not because of me, but for my future family. For God forbid one day I go and I pass, my kids can still learn something from me. They can turn this on, right? Go on Spotify if it's still a thing then. And look at these podcasts, or sorry, listen to these podcasts, or they can go I have this whole separate folder in this Google Doc with all these Zoom recordings I have with these people, right? As far as the live Instagrams, again, strangers, right? And but also friends, family. My kids can see how I spoke, what I was thinking about, to keep learning from me. For God forbid one day I'm not there. So I'm not doing this because of me. In fact, at the beginning, it never was. I'm doing this for my kids. I hope I can be there for them. I hope I can continue to teach them myself, my father, my brother, and, you know, all these other amazing human beings in their lives. But most importantly, I hope I get to be the greatest dad I can be for them, that they, you know, get to look back and be like, wow, he was an incredible man. Through and through, he was consistent. And hopefully they can say at that point he still is. But if I'm not there, again, and that's the reality, they still get to learn something. That's why I chose Life Chatter for my kids. So I hope you can enjoy me on that journey. I appreciate you all listening (laughs) a little bit more about me. Again, if you want to see more of what I do, I have this Challenge of the Day Instagram. I also have a serial Instagram as well too. But my personal Instagram where you get to see my new guests and topics that are coming up. Hope you all keep continue to join me on this life journey being a life chatter. Thank you and talk to you soon.